1: absolute
2: sports betting degeneracy
1: you're such a loser dad you're such a loser dad you're such a loser dad just enjoy the show you're such a loser dad you're such a loser dad you're such a loser dad just enjoy the show hey everybody arch here and it is thursday which means we've got a ton of stuff to talk about today holy cow Uh, We've got baseball. We've got football. I'm sure Max is going to want to at least mention something about hockey. We'll see. Max, what's going on?
2: Nothing much, man. Um, You know, we were talking about the movie Moneyball yesterday. And, well, you know what? Billy Bean is still waiting to win that last game of the
1: season. Yes. Yes, he is. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Panther, any takeaways from the game last night?
0: No. yeah, you know, we, Tampa's known for all of their pitching, and they kind of had a power outburst with their four home runs. I wonder, you know, we talked about who matches up with Houston the best, and I think we said if it was a pitching matchup, it might be Tampa, but if their sticks are going to show up, you know, Yandy Diaz with, with two home runs, it's be a very, very interesting series. I think the better team probably did win. I I probably trust Tampa more than Oakland, but um, it wasn't as close as I had hoped it would be, but I think the Rays definitely have the talent to compete with the Astros.
1: Oh, okay. Max, what about you? Is there anything you noticed that we need to
2: – Yeah, same thing. I mentioned in the Discord is the, the one run that Oakland scored was the very Tampa Bay way of running. They they didn't get the home yeah. runs. They, they could not, and Tampa flipped that switch and they were able to hit some home runs. Uh, I, I do think – Tampa would be unwise to try to get into a battle of home runs with the Astros. <laughs> I think uh that would be a bad uh decision. That said, man, yeah, Panther noted, if they can bring a little bit of power, just a little bit in there, uh it's a dangerous team, man. It's a dangerous team. I, 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 I not to say that I look forward to a Tampa Bay Minnesota ALCS, but I kind of look forward to a Tampa Bay, Minnesota
1: ALCS. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Uh, baseball, football. What do you want to touch on first? Ooh.
2: <sighs> That's it's it's, it's uh, man. That's two two good choices. Uh, we're talking baseball. Let's just continue baseball okay. and then we'll get into football.
1: All right, St. Louis goes to Atlanta. The Cardinals opened up plus one nineteen, and now they're plus one thirty three. Atlanta opened up minus one twenty nine, and now they're minus one forty
2: four. It's a very interesting pitching matchup here uh, to start this series. You have. Uh, Dallas Keuchel, he's been solid for Atlanta, but I mean, the the ace of that staff has been Soroka and then same thing, uh, Mikolas has been better Uh, he was supposed to be their ace and it turned into Flaherty this year, so I'm guessing, you know, both teams are just saying, hey, we're not going to throw our ace starter in three games we'll probably just, you know, have them do two games in in a seven game series and then maybe a relief spot in game seven if we had to Uh, I guess, you know The one thing that I like here is that the Braves made a lot of deadline moves to fix up their bullpen. They knew they had bullpen issues. They became a top ten bullpen after that. Uh, Cardinals, they're okay in the bullpen, uh, but they have had some struggles there. To me, I, I do think St. Louis has a great chance of winning this series, but for game one, I do like Atlanta here. I will bet the Braves.
0: Yeah, so that was one thing before we – you know, Craig joined us and started recording, one of the things I was talking to Arch about is, like, this is a, you know, very interesting uh, pitching matchup for, uh, you know, game one. Um, But, you know, so I look at game two, and it looks like the Cardinals are going to throw Flaherty. And the only thing that that lines up to me is, like, they're planning on this going five games, right? So Flaherty would be the game five starter. But I don't – I don't know this. I don't understand the idea of not throwing your best pitcher out there and trying to get this thing out of the way. Both teams limped into the playoffs here. The Cardinals, you know, got tripped up at Arizona, had trouble with the Cubs. Atlanta uh, got absolutely swept by the Mets, and so now I'm just kind of wondering. Do either one coming in on that. You know, hot streak that we we talk about when you go in the playoffs, you like you want to peak at the right time. Neither one are really peaking. I'm not in love with this pitching matchup at all. I don't even I don't even know if there's a a favorite. Mikolas has been pitching really well the second half, but those Braves' sticks, I think, and being at home, I'm gonna go with the Braves, but I don't have a lot of confidence in this particular mm. game.
1: Yeah, it's a tough one. It's very tough. We're looking at another pretty high luck factor, too, with the Braves. There's six. Their luck factor is plus six. So it's a, it's a little high, a little high from what we would expect to see. Money and public both look to be on Atlanta. The money is much harder on Atlanta than the public is, though. So the line's moving in the right direction. I kind of like Atlanta here, too. I'm going to do it, but I think St. Louis is probably my series play.
2: The, the, same here, man. I think St. Louis pulls out the series game
1: one goes to Atlanta. That's my the thought. The series price in this, the series price is St. Louis plus 120, Atlanta minus 140. So I like that an awful lot. I'm thinking I need to bet that harder than I bet today. Probably.
2: You, you know, you might be better just betting the series and then just laying off the actual individual yeah, games. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: All right. Next up, we got Washington, right? And the Dodgers. Washington opened up plus 148, another plus 156. The Dodgers opened up minus 161, another minus 170.
2: Wow, I'm surprised. I couldn't even see a line for this one before. Um, hmm. So I, I didn't really have a, a, a real solid bet in play i didn't see any data on, on money in public so i'll defer to you there i'll just talk about the game in general corbin bueller uh the slated starters uh corbin is very familiar with the dodgers right he, he spent some time in arizona he's got a pretty decent era i think it's, it's like 2.77 in dodger stadium that's an 11 start so uh, i think he, he he knows you know that stadium he, he knows that team a little bit uh i, I I know we keep saying that the Dodgers offense is just so much better than the Nationals. But if you look at it, it's, it's just the home runs, really, because runs scored is within thirteen. Uh the Nats have a better team batting average than the Dodgers. It's just that home run difference that 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 big stick uh you know factor that uh Dodgers brings to the table. Their pitching has just been outstanding this year. Uh the the one kind of I won't say weakness, but tr- troublesome spot, if you will, would be Kenley Jansen, right? He's had some very shaking, out, shaking outings as a closer. If it gets uh, to be a you know close game, I, we've seen the Nationals come back already in a playoff game. We know that they're uh, feisty, so uh, ultimately, I think the Dodgers have too much depth here in, in regards to their bullpen, in regards to their hitting. Uh, I do think they win this series. Um, as for this game, uh, I don't really have a bead on it. I guess I will lean the Dodgers.
1: It'd be outside of your chalk threshold anyway. Minus one seventy.
2: Yeah, it's right there. Uh, for, yeah. uh, especially when when you're looking at uh, playoff teams, right? Uh, it's, right? It's it's tough to to go uh, high chalk with with two two you know quote
1: unquote good teams. Right, right, right. When it's when the numbers are this extreme, I think you either take the dog or you lay off. That's it, man. That's yeah. it. I agree. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. Th- but now now we get to finally talk about two teams who are going into the playoffs on a hot streak, although Washington picked up a little bit of luck on Monday night with uh, their win against Milwaukee – or Tuesday night, excuse me. But uh, the, the, the thing I'm noticing here is the Dodgers and their wins – okay, first off, we'll talk about their home record, 59-22. and 22. You know, that's, that's almost – three to one that they win at home. They've, they've damn near being unbeatable at home. And then their wins, they've given up six total runs in their last five games. Four of those were in one game. So three shutouts, the Dodgers are hitting really well. They're pitching really well, but Washington is kind of in the same boat, um, but they've been giving up a little bit, two runs, three runs, but they've been scoring a lot of runs, eight runs, 10 runs, eight runs, six runs. I think this is going to be a really competitive game. Uh, but here, so here's the thing, and, and from a managerial standpoint, you got to tell your team you know, the only way you can win this series is you've got to get one of these games in L.A. I think they can get to Walker Bueller. He's not been perfect. He's not been – I mean, he's, a, he's an ace. He's a bona fide ace, but he does give up some runs. Patrick Corbin's got to be on top of his game. I like the value here. They've got to get one this is going to be the one for me. I'm taking the nationals. All right.
1: I like it. You know, you didn't yeah. even touch on the left-hand mm-hmm. pitcher. The Dodgers don't do so hot against lefties. It's a, uh, what? 15 points. Their average shifts down against lefties. Mm-hmm. So it's right around there. So th- that's something I would touch on too. Uh, yeah. Washington, man. I like it. Plus 156 let's, let's see if they can carry that momentum money in public. Okay. I'm going off road here. I had to go to a different place than I normally go to get these numbers. So uh, it may not be 100 percent uh money and public are both on the dodgers pretty solidly The lines moving in the right direction but yeah I, i'm with you i like the i like the Nets here plus the 156. the series price in this one is washington plus 200 Dodgers minus 240 so it's moving it's still moving it was uh plus 190 minus two yeah was it right yeah plus 190 minus 230 earlier. So it keeps getting worse for the Dodgers and better for the Nets. So, what do you think? Nats got a shot? The Nats have a shot. I I still
2: just worry the shit out of their bullpen. I mean, what what happened? I know it was a playing game, but what who do they go to for their bullpen when when Scherzer had a shaky start? They can't keep going to the same guy. They can't keep going to Strasburg for <laughs> the fucking bullpen. So uh, their bullpen does worry me, man, and I've I've even their closer, man. I've seen the Mets get to him too. So uh, I think really the Dodgers just have too much. I think they win this series. Um, I I probably wouldn't lay a value bet on the series with the Nationals. Okay. Payton,
1: yeah, you got a guy the series.
0: <laughs> no, I, I agree. I, I might wait, see what the line does if the Nationals can can pick up this game. But, you know, as it stands now, I wouldn't, you know, trying to win three out of five and you have to, you've got to go undefeated at home and, and steal one in L.A. It's, it's a little too, you're asking a lot. I, I think the Dodgers would be the play, but that's too chalky. Um, I might entertain it after this game if the Nationals could squeeze it, but, um, no, I, I couldn't get on the series here.
1: Well, if the Nationals squeeze it, that line is not going to be in very, no, favorable no, no. I, yeah.
2: I was going to say, man. Yeah. Not, not to say that, you know, um, I mean, if, if you, if you're taking the Nats in game one right here, then more than likely you should probably jump on the Nats for the series. I'm
1: thinking the same if, thing if as that, as as
2: that makes any sense, right? If, if you feel yeah. confident about taking the Nats in game one, you also double up, take, take the series bet there. Uh, not to say that the Dodgers can't win, uh, in in washington but i think if the nationals can come out and beat the dodgers game one who does the dodgers have in game two pitching clayton kershaw mm-hmm. yeah and he he can get gotten to in the playoffs so get you gotten can, you, to you, yeah <laughs> that's being kind yes really <laughs> so oh, uh yeah. i like that listen man yeah i think if you're on the uh, if you're on the nats and might as well not 50, yeah, 50 50 I- bet on the series why not
1: yeah, I think so. I think that's probably the right play. All right. Now we're heading over to the National Football League. It's week fucking five, man. Jesus, man. All right. We're looking at the Los Angeles Rams versus the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Rams opened up as a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Seattle, one-and-a-half-point dog. And now it is flip-flopped. The Rams are a one-and-a-half-point dog, and Seattle is a one-and-a-half-point favorite.
2: I mean, fi- finally, we actually get a, a Thursday night game that's worth watching. You know, <laughs> at least at least we're finally getting something that we're, that we're really interested in. I, I guess last week wasn't bad, right, with the Eagles and the and the Packers uh, as a, as a matchup. But this is this it, right? Um, I'm I'm quite perplexed by this game, guys. I mean, the Rams are absolutely terrible last week against the Bucks. The Seahawks looked great last week. But then you look the week before, the Rams looked really good on the road, and Seattle looked bad at home. Uh, Part of the Rams issue last week was that Goff threw way too many fucking times. It caused, I think, four turnovers. It was very un-Rams-like. It was very un-McVay-like. And I think part of that is still due to Gurley's hampered whatever, legs, body, Gurley. We'll just call Gurley's issues. Um, And you know, the, it's not going to get much better for him f- uh, for a rushing game because Seattle's rush defense is fucking stout. Now, the one area that the Rams and Gurley could exploit them with, because Gurley is such a good uh, receiver, is that Seattle. Uh, they I think they rank, I don't know, maybe the, the third worst in allowing receiving yards to running backs in the league. So that is where the Rams could do some damage there. Those little short. Throws essentially like a a run play, really. You know, one yard toss to Gurley, have him run like five six yards there. Uh, that's where the Rams could do some damage. Um, it's it's hard for me to believe the Rams losing two in a row, but I I think this is what's going to happen. Uh, I will lean the Seahawks here. I I do think that the Seahawks pull out the win. Um, sadly,
0: well, that's just that's just shocking to hear you say. You know, the Rams have issues, and a Thursday night game is not going to help solve those issues. I, I don't really think Gurley has been bad. It's been this whole let's baby him throughout the entire season. He's ran, he's at 49 carries in the first four games. So, you know, just right around 12 carries a game. That's not how you handle a workhorse. I get it. He had some injured, you know, we had some issues in the playoffs last year, but that that was so last year. I think they gotta get Gurley involved more and they gotta take some pressure off of Goff. He's been inaccurate. He's thrown six interceptions already this season. Russell Wilson has yet to throw an interception. Uh, eight touchdowns, no picks, eleven hundred yards. They've got a you know nice little one-two punch with Carson and Penny. And although their receivers are nondescript um, you know, they get the job done. And DK Metcalf is, I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen this dude's physique when he came out of college, but he's a damn bodybuilder. The dude is huge, and he's, he's hard to cover. Um, his hands aside, they're not that great. But, look, on Thursday night, I really wish this was like a Sunday night or a Monday night game because as mm. much as it looks like a good game on paper, it's still a Thursday night game, and I just don't think we're going to see either one of these teams at their best. So, you know, you know, Max brought it up. But to me, this really is the game of what's more likely to happen. The Rams lose two in a row, or the Seahawks lose two in a row at home. As Seattle, for the history of Seattle, has had this 12th man home field advantage, but they've struggled. Cincinnati gave them trouble opening night. Um, New Orleans went up there and beat them, and now you face a really good offensive Rams team, but... Um, but, look, I think just being at home, not having to travel, not having the you know, beating that uh, you took like the Rams did uh, at the hands of Tampa Bay, I'm going to have to go with Max here betting against his team. I'm going to take the Seahawks. Well, I didn't bet against my
2: team. Listen, I'm not I'm, like you. I'm not, I'm not betting every game. I said I leaned the Seahawks. I will I will not bet against my own team. But it's a lean for the Seahawks. For the DeGene score, it is a lean – for the Seahawks,
0: yeah. yeah. All, all I know is right. the, to the max.
1: <laughs> Public and money both seem to be on the Ram. so the line is absolutely moving in the wrong direction. Weird. Yeah, so maybe Paul Allen snuck into a sports book and and you know put a little sharp money on uh, Seattle because <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't like it. it. It definitely looks like a trappy game. Uh, with that line moving towards Seattle. So I'm going to lean Seattle too. I don't like this at all. I do not like this at all. I would not bet this game at all. This is just, bunk. everything about it feels wrong. And I would, I, would, but I just, I just thought of an Archers
2: uh, kids book. <laughs> it's like great eggs and ham. What's that? But it's, I would not bet this. I would not yeah. bet this at all. I would not <laughs> bet this trap game at all. Yes.
1: Well, at the end of <laughs> Green Eggs and Ham, the lesson is to try something different. Don't try hey, something no, don't different. Try something don't, different. Do don't do it. Don't bet, the, don't bet into a trap. Don't do yes. it. Yeah. Yeah. This is, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. At all. So, uh, oh, by the way, the total opened at 49. It's 49 and a half. So it's trending over. Public and money both on the over.
2: So what we're going to say, it's under, right? Thursday night games always suck. These teams are just, they're they're not going to be as practiced. I I don't know how, man, but the Rams just gave up fucking 55 points.
1: So, I mean. To an offensive juggernaut. (laughs)
0: Three Three of the four Thursday night games have gone under for whatever that's worth.
2: Okay. So, uh, wait a minute. So, how have the home teams fared on Thursday nights? I think we we brought this up after the fact last week. How have the home teams fared on Thursday night games so far?
0: Panther? Um, They haven't. They haven't fared well at all, actually. <laughs> 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 um, Just want to now, mention that to our listeners, right? Because we, we got called out
2: after the fact that we, we, we failed to mention that. Uh, what is it? One and four, or, or you know, one and three one, and then one and
0: three O and um, four against now, the
2: spread. Yeah.
0: That week, week one, I, I kind of am a little dismissive of week one because you're not coming off of a game. You had like 10 days repair. So that one's kind of dismissive. They were, they should have been prepared for that game, but the other games coming off of, you know, you only had three days to prepare, um, Though those are the ones I look at, but they've been they've been competitive. They haven't been any blowouts, but the home teams have not fared well so far.
2: I mean, can we just can we just say it though? How shitty and stupid these Thursday night games are. I mean, Gurley said it during this week, and I I can't I can't just stop agreeing with these fucking bad Thursday night games, right? I mean,
0: the Thursday it's look. I don't know why you know us common folk can figure it out, but these millionaire you know decision makers up in the NFL office can't figure it out. The only time you can have a Thursday night, you know, who should be playing a Thursday night game this Thursday, fucking San Francisco because they didn't play last week,
2: Uh, right? They had a bye, yeah.
0: Right, college can figure it out, right? Colleges they don't play Thursday after they played Saturday; they have a fucking bye week. But the NFL can't figure that out. It's.
1: It's money. It's money, money, money. It's the same reason they won an 18-game season.
2: Okay, so now that I just shit on Thursday Night Games, I just realized once Arch said money, he's he's absolutely right here. Because what does Thursday Night Game allow us to do during the week? We talk football on Mondays. We talk football on Thursdays. We take football on Sundays, so it does give us an extra day of football talk during our podcast. And our football episodes tend to have more downloads than not. So <laughs> I love Thursday night games. I mean, they're awesome. This Thanks is going to be great, great tonight.
0: Go Rams! I think we all I think we all agree we want we want Thursday football. We just want better quality. And the answer, the easy answer, even if they have to extend the season one week to squeeze in the buys or whatever, you've got to put the teams that came. I don't even know why it's even hard to figure out. The teams that came off of a buy are the teams that should be playing on Thursday. It's that simple.
1: Okay, we got it. You solved it. You solved all the problems. All right, last up, Max, did you want to touch on hockey hit all? I do. I got two games that I want to talk about. If
2: you don't mind, if we have no, a minute or two, uh, so yeah, um, yesterday in hockey, I was oh, and two in my bets and two and oh, in my leans. Oh, well, there you so, go. so go leans. Uh, and in fact, I, I said that you might even want to consider puck lining one of them. And lo and behold, that worked out well. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to do leans from here on out. I just wanted to talk about all four games in, you know, uh, opening day. Uh, I'm just going to pick, like, a couple games each night that I kind of like. So I'm going to start at Jets at Rangers. Um, you know, this isn't the same Winnipeg Jets team that made the playoffs the last two seasons. They, they've they lost a few good players to free agency. They actually traded uh, Jacob Truba to the Rangers. So... Now you got the Rangers. They're going to look to rebound. They've had a few non-playoff years. Uh, They had the second pick overall. They drafted uh, Capo Caco, who is an 18-year-old right wing. Uh, Hope hope to bring some electricity, some scoring to their front line there. I think one of the biggest question marks still remains with the Rangers is is Henrik Lundqvist, right? The the dude's getting up there in age. He's still slated to be their primary goalie. Uh, I think they're going to aim to have him play at least 55 games this year uh, he played 52 last year but he's coming off with one of his worst seasons so his age is catching up with uh henrik and it's it's you know i, I saw it happen with Brodor, man uh age just gets to you uh, madison square garden should be absolutely crazy opening day today but i think the jets is nice play as a plus number i will bet winnipeg in this game i i do like them the other game i want to talk about panthers at lightning uh florida could be a team that turns things around fast or they could be a, a team that implodes. We, we see this in sports, right? You know, the owner says, I'm opening up the vaults. You can do whatever you want in free agency. And then you end up being the fucking San Diego Padres from a couple of years ago. So listen, similar situation in Florida right now, the owner said, you know what, do what you want to do to win. They hired three time Stanley cup winning coach, Joel Quenneville from uh, the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, they signed, unrestricted free agent goaltender, Sergei Bravovsky, who led the Columbus Blue Jackets past the lightning last year in the playoffs. Uh, Tampa did not lose much last season. They, they won a lot until it was playoff time. I think this is a year for them to take a step back. Uh, They've had some key injuries. They have some uh, losses in free agency. And I think this is a year that the Panthers take a step forward. So huge value play here. I think I will bet the Panthers to win this one. And those are my two NHL, Taken with a grain of salt. Picks of the day.
1: <laughs> very good, very good. Yeah, and patrons, uh, we'll have the text picks. We'll go over what happened last night. We're tracking a whole bunch of different things, just trying to find patterns. So all the text picks for NHL will be over on Patreon. Oh, okay. I guess we should recap this. I got so many Excel sheets open. I don't even know where to begin. Um, let's see. Let's start with baseball. We're all three going to take the Atlanta Braves, kiss of death, minus the 144. Oof, against Seattle, so or St. Louis, St. Louis, excuse me. So yeah, good luck with all that. Uh, Panther and I are both on the Nats, plus 156 against the Dodgers. So I like those plays. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, now I'm, I'm getting cold feet on the Braves. I'm really getting cold feet on the Braves now. Um, Max is going to lean Seattle against the Rams. I'm right there with him. I'm leaning Seattle plus the one and a half. And Panther says he's going to bet it. Seattle minus the one and a half against the Rams. That's it.
2: Hey, that is it. Head over to Discord. Let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks. If you're on Twitter, find us at Betting Absolute. If you're on Facebook, find us at Sports Betting Degeneracy or Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. That is the name of the show, the very show you're listening to on such fine stations as Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Libsyn, no matter where you listen to us at. Please, highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Today, we talked about Thursday Night Football. If you want to join us, For Sunday football, our Patreon-exclusive show, then head over to Patreon, contribute, be like Michael Collins is. I'm sure Panther has some few-choice words for this guy who became our latest patron, so thank you so much, Mr. Collins. We totally appreciate it. It is Thursday. Panther's going to say
0: thank you to Mr. Collins and then take us home. Oh, it is time to go home. The fall weather is starting to rear its beautiful head, but listen, Mr. Michael Collins, I'm not a big hockey guy, but you are a hockey guy and you're on the right team. You're a Vegas Knights guy. So, hey, welcome to the Patreon. And you might want to, ch- you know, I don't know if that's your real name. Because you don't, look, you don't want your real name with us. We, we will we will just throw you to the wolves and say things like, hey, you know, Mike's trying to score with this chick who likes the San Jose Sharks. And, you know, hey, I don't really care what team they like, as long as it's not that team up in Ann Arbor. So, you know, go you go, boy. You go, Mr. Collins. Go get you some San Jose Shark. But welcome to the D-Gen Patreon Club. We're glad to have you busy busy day we've got oh my god this weekend is going to be phenomenal we've got college football pro football we've got ufc big fights we've got oh my god there's just so much stuff going on hockey i have to sit here and listen to fucking max talk more hockey i'm gonna actually have to learn this shit and i can't just go on the vegas golden Knights here so i'm gonna pick up oh and i know the islanders can't lose them all right that's what we picked up from last year But uh, listen, we got so much stuff going on today, this weekend. Get on Discord. It's where we hang out. It's where we shoot the shits, where we talk about everything going on in the world of sports betting. Let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today. And when it's all said and done, kids, make some money, fools.
2: Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.
1: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun...